1: You can find links to the shows, mp3 files which you can download, or links to your favorite platform like iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and all other major sources. You can find information for upcoming and past talk show appearances as well as new book projects at MarlenePardo.com. You can also purchase books and merchandise there, and you can visit my author page on Amazon at Marlene Pardo Pellicer. Due to popular demand, I'm narrating my true believer stories that have collected throughout the years on a new series called Supernatural Storytime. You can find links at SupernaturalStorytime.com. If you are into classic horror ghosts and adventure stories, I narrate some of those at Nightshade Diary, and you can find links at nightshadediary.com. If you would like to read noteworthy news about the paranormal world, true crime, conspiracy stories, and anything that is just plain weird, you can visit the Stranger Than Fiction Stories tab at MiamiGhostChronicles.com. I do want to thank you all for being part of my audience, and I think you are all... Hi, everybody. This is Marlee with Miami Ghost Chronicles Stories of the Supernatural. And unfortunately for this episode, I missed out on my beginning video. My system went... I don't know where it went. But anyway, let me tell you a little bit about the guest that, uh, thankfully, I was able to... salvage most of the interview which was excellent and her name is Miss Aida okay she was born into a family with a deep history of spiritual work Uh, many of her family practiced Santeria, Palo, brujeria or a combination of all three and when she was about two years old spirits began to visit her and they would chat to her which to her felt something very natural nothing unusual her mother came from a small town in Cuba and all her childhood friends were Afro-Cuban witches, so growing up with all these people taught her how to fix problems through magic. Additionally, she was also Catholic and at one point she was conflicted about the magic versus Catholicism, but eventually she came to terms so that it all came together. Later on, uh, she started uh, to go into the Hoodoo and Conjure practice. She's a Hoodoo practitioner and uh, she also Specializes in spiritual eradication, spiritual cleansings, establishing spiritual protection, crossing, cursing, and breakup work. And she also helps clients with success spells, road openings, animal and pet health matters, bindings, attractions, love work, and the making of novenas. Now, when the when we start going uh, live on the show, you're going to see that I just asked her. We were talking about when. People get cursed, and this is what her response was to that question. You
2: know, I'm telling you that 90% of the people who believe that they're cursed by a Santero or Santera are not, okay? They're just intimidated by the, the religion because fear of the unknown, once again, you know, ignites more fear.
1: Right, so what you're saying is that, uh, exactly, like in other words, that just because the person that they they think or they know that this person is a santero or whatever, this is not going to be an automatic, this person is going to curse you. Because basically what you're saying is that if this person is truly a santero, as an example, and they would try to do it without justification, it wouldn't work, is bottom line what you're saying. It's like, okay, well, so unless you did something and asked for it. (laughs) You know, it's... Yeah,
2: I mean... Nothing yeah, to worry about. It's always been my that, you know, I always tell people that if you're going to to call upon an entity or a deity or, you know, a pantheon, you need to tell that them what this person did. Right. So let's say, for instance, San Alejo. You know, he's not an Orisha, but, you know, in the, in the Cuban community... Right. He, San Alejo is very, very popular for punishing your enemies. But well, we don't light a candle to San Alejo and say, oh, you know, I want so-and-so punished. I want Jane Doe punished. It's not that easy. You have to tell San Alejo what this person did to you, okay? Right. So there's got
1: to be more than just, oh, this person needs to be cursed. Right, and, and, and you know, I think sometimes people... Um, in other words, they they don't they they, they, they they don't understand that part. In other words, they think that okay. that just because somebody's got it out for you, even if you don't deserve it, they're going to be able to curse you, and right. that's it. Yeah, and that's baloney. Okay.
2: And unfortunately, this is how a lot of scam artists, you know, and there's a lot now that we have the internet age. Right. Okay. Well, you know, he's all oh, his canon artist, if you don't pay me, you know, thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, I'm going to curse you. Yeah, baloney.
1: Well, and, and you know what? And it probably going also on what you were talking about, that when people get that belief, that belief that they've been cursed, you know, in other words, they're using that, that fear um, against them. Right. And it's like, don't worry. As long as this person believes it, that's it. I don't have to worry about it. But they'll they'll do. They'll bring th- stuff on themselves, and they're going to attribute it to that I cursed them, or that they were cursed, exactly. or whatever the, the case might be. Sure, exactly. So let me ask you, what um, what happens? Let's say if somebody did something stupid and they got themselves cursed with justification. And then they're they're like, what do I do now when they come to you how is are there things well, that are beyond that you're like, you're out of luck, man <laughs> too bad no, so you're asking me what if someone was justifiably cursed. right because from what you're telling me if somebody's gonna get cursed it's like they did something along the way that got them cursed in other words right what if they did what if they did something stupid right? and they come well, I mean, to you and they. it, they it depends help. on what they did okay
2: well i mean you know if somebody murdered a child sure. and you know that person was cursed and then they come to me for help well you know what you're on your own buddy you know right i'm not helping you it depends on what you did. okay what i get most often mm-hmm. than not are men that lose their manliness you really?
1: know, they, they,
2: they, yeah, I get that a lot. I was going to, I was going
1: to, I, I was thinking along the lines, not too far off about love and relationships because that love relationships and money usually are the things that I think of as people start like, you know, either, you know, they, they, they interfered and then they, you know, want to get back with somebody and they, they were to blame stupid stuff like that, that for them now, it's like, man, how do I backpedal on this? Exactly.
2: Yeah, so, you know, I, I you know.
1: But the thing um, about
2: the guy with... <laughs> and oh, I get that so much. I mean, it gets to the point that, you know, whenever it happens to a man, I mean, it's so routine what the cure is that I don't even charge them. But what, like, do okay, they, gotta, what do they think that they were... You got drink this, you got to take a bath in this, you got to pray this, and they're usually cured, okay? But that is what I get
1: more often than any other let me okay? ask you something do they do they why is it because they believe that somebody cursed them and that that's why it's not working the way it should is that what they why they come to you
2: oh I think that they're legitimately cursed oh
1: really, okay okay okay, okay.
2: There, there's ways to do that I mean there's you know I've written a whole book I've got a hundred cursing spells <laughs> now in one book. okay I mean, so basically to do that okay I do want to go back. I want to regress, Marlene, if you don't. Sure, mind. of course
1: not. Of course okay.
2: not. Um, Psalms. You know the Psalms in the Bible. Yes. Okay. Psalm 106 is a cursing psalm, it's a psalm for cursing. Okay. Okay. So, what do we have here? We have somebody asking God to justifiably curse someone. Okay? Okay. I'm not going to mess with God. Okay? Never. I'm never going to mess with God. That will show up in a reading. That will show up in a reading. How was the curse performed? Okay. Okay? And that'll show up. You know, you'll see all these wonderful cards and angelic cards as opposed to you know the other types of readings is I'll see a witch did it. You know a person that practices witchcraft, a man that practices witchcraft, or I'll see someone that practices dark magic. But when okay. I see someone is justifiably cursed and I'm seeing all these angelic cards, they worked with God. I won't help them either. I'm not going to mess with
1: God. In other words, it, now, and you know what? And I'm curious about this. Let's say, let's say somebody comes to you or some somebody else a practitioner and says i want to curse my husband or my lover because he's been cheating on me and i can't get him to stop i don't want his winky to work right and do, do, do you does it show up that this person is lying or do you help them out because you're thinking okay this person is coming for help because they they feel betrayed okay
2: and First it might not be on. in other words
1: people lie i guess is what i'm saying as far as trying to justify <laughs> their <laughs> actions you
2: know. A lot of times, many, 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 many. First, I want to tell you when I do a curse, it's a two month curse. Okay. Okay. One thing after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. another, I'm burned out. I am burned out when I do a curse. Okay. It's a lot of work. Same way with breakup work. Okay. In many cases, it's not justified. It just isn't justified. And, you know, I'll turn the person down. Honestly. People think that this is all I do is cursing or cursing or cursing work. I honestly get about a hundred requests a year and I only take on three or four. Wow. That many I feel are justified. Okay. Yes. do, do You know, I mean, I'm a good judge of character. I can tell when people are lying. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if not, you know, my spirits and my readings will show that they are. Are am I going to tie somebody's nature? And that's what we do to make somebody lose their impotence, okay? Right. I do not, um, I am not an advocate of tying the nature, and I'll tell you why, okay? If you do, if it's done improperly, so let's just say hypothetically, I am madly in love with, um, well, you know, Everybody that knows me knows that I'm madly in love with Andy Garcia. Oh my god, I just think he's <laughs> so. Let's say Andy and I. You know, I'm I'm just like daydreaming now, but you uh-huh. know it's. So Andy and I became lovers, right. okay, and I didn't want anybody else to get near Andy. And the 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 logic behind this is that I would tie his nature, meaning that I would make him impotent toward anyone but me. Oh, wow. Um, Now, what I don't like about this is I've seen it done improperly so many times that I no longer advocate doing it. I have seen tying the nature, if done improperly, has caused permanent erectile dysfunction and I have seen penile cancer
1: more Mm. than
2: to discuss. Okay, I am now totally against tying the nature, totally against it. And believe me, there are lots and lots and lots of practitioners out there that do it improperly.
1: And I mean, that thing about penile cancer, what is it? They just go overboard on the, I mean, that's like, that's like, all right. Let me. that's, that's like almost like excessive. I want to say for lack of a better word. Yeah.
2: Yep. I had one person that she was um, in Australia and she's like, you know, he can't get an erection, you know, not not even with me. And there's something wrong. And this this, uh, practitioner told me to bury this candle in the backyard. I was like, okay unbury it and send it to me okay now you know shipping from Australia to the United States is a million trillion dollars but she, mm-hmm. she was desperate right she mails it to me right and this thing had all kinds of crap on it and it was entangled in all these strings ties after 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 ties, after ties, after ties. I immediately drop that thing in ammonia. Okay, because okay. ammonia dispels anything.
1: Okay.
2: I immediately, do you know how it took me with a pair of scissors to unravel it while it was in that ammonia? It took me an hour. Wow. So when you say overboard, you hit the nail on the head.
1: And let me ask you, that kid, was do, totally do you, unnecessary. It, do you, Okay. How's if do you work on curses from other belief systems, or does it have to be something that was done in the hoodoo tradition?
2: It depends. I I usually work with hoodoo. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Okay. Um, if it's really, really, really bad, I mean, really, really, really bad. If I'm fighting a palero, Mm -hmm. then I'm gonna I'm gonna use Palo. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. it just depends otherwise i'm using i'm using hoodoo yeah do i ask for the orisha's help yeah sometimes i do okay. okay um you know if i'm you know and here's here's the other interesting thing too okay if it's something that is bad you know like you know for instance a child killer i've never had that but i'm just giving you that hypothetically sure. okay If that's the case, I'm going to call on God, I'm going to call on all the santos, I'm going to call on the Orishas, I'm going to call on my spirit guides, my guardian angels, my Egun, you know, my deceased relatives. Okay, I'm going to call on everybody I know to help me. Okay, Okay. if I'm doing something because this son of a bitch is after my client to get her fired or him fired just because he doesn't like it, Right. I'm not going to call on anybody of holiness. I am going to call only on my spirit guides, my guardian angels, my ego. and Because, you know, just in case I might be doing something wrong, I don't want God to know about it.
1: <laughs> 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 well... Yeah. And I was going to say, and, 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 and I asked you about the year before we started recording, which is like that thing about the workplace. I think that's more common than people understand, whether it's with a boss or sometimes even with a coworker, okay, that let's face it, you know how, how many hours we spend at our workplace? And yeah. sometimes when you have these situations that don't seem to get resolved, it's like going to work becomes like, my God, you know, this person can't or doesn't want to leave their job or... Or doesn't have the luxury of going to another department. It's like, it can be very, very stressful. So I can imagine what people come to you like, hey, this person is gunning for me or, you know.
2: Yeah, in that case, we don't curse and we do send away spells. And, you know, I have another book out too. It's called Destroying Relationships. Not a very good title, but it also, you know, sends people away. Hot foot, is a way of sending people away. Drive off your foes and rivals. So that, you know, doesn't justify cursing. But can we do send away spells? Absolutely. Right. Can we, you know, use freezer spells to freeze their actions or to freeze them out of your life? Absolutely. But, right. you know, my coworker is irritating the shit out of me is not just. It's defiable. not a curse. It's
1: not a curse thing. It's the no. It's
2: not justified. It just isn't. And in my book, cursing and crossing, I give a long lecture about what is justified. You know, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, and so on, is what God said. Okay, s- and and that's the way I cross.
1: Aida, Kent's, let's let's go to the curse level, especially a h- bad curse. Can anybody that's around that person be affected by that curse, or does it just uh, affect the person it was intended for?
2: Okay, that's a good question. All right. Um, if I'm using an effigy and I'm doing something from home mm-hmm. and I'm just cursing one person, no, it's not affect anybody. However, okay. There is something in, in Hoodoo that's called laying tricks, okay? Okay. We have things like, you know, like the Latinos, they have like pica pica, mm-hmm. okay? Right. And, you know, in Hoodoo, we have stuff like goofer dust. We have hot foot powder. We have all these different types of oils. And, you know, it is said in Hoodoo that if you name your um, target, okay, so... This is only meant for John Doe, okay? Right. Then it'll only affect John Doe. I have found that not to be true. I have found that anybody that comes into contact with a trick that's been laid, oh, okay? okay. Be affected, okay? So I'm very cautious. You know, I, I personally had a very bad experience, okay? I laid down some goofer dust. And it was, and I said, okay, this is for this so and so. He did, and then I did my little thingy with the goofer dust. Mm-hmm. And some unassuming person walked on it by accident and got hit by a car. So that's when I stopped laying tricks.
1: Wow. <laughs> so, in other words, that was like, yeah, talk about wrong place, wrong time. In other words, it's just. Like you said, it had nothing to do with your intent of mentioning that specific person.
2: Right. Although that is, you know, it is adamant in, in, in hoodoo that if you state who it's for, you state your intention and who it's for, it'll only affect that. I have not had that luxury. So, you know, I used it another time on a person you know where a group of people meet and everybody not good for us but something else like a send away right. and everybody left. So <laughs> I'm I'm very careful about, you know, laying tricks now. I mean, I got to make sure that that person that I want affected and only that person is going to be the one in contact with the trick I've laid.
1: Which I imagine maybe sometimes isn't it kind of difficult though if you and I know, you know, if like you're thinking, okay, I don't want this some some innocent to to be the one. Uh, as far as how do I get this to that? It's only this specific person, okay? All right. I, I, that takes some maneuvering, I imagine.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you got to be very cautious. Do you ever have? Is there such a thing where somebody's cursed either a property, and the person or the family moves away, and then somebody comes in? And there now they fall, or does or is once that family or that person moves away, then whatever was done just stops.
2: Yeah, no, no. I mean, the people that move in, you know, again that 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 calls for another uh, a spiritual cleansing, and that's where you know I would send all the stuff to cleanse all of that. Okay, you know, you got to remember something: if outside property is cursed on the outside, Okay, just put ammonia in a spray bottle and spray it all. Okay, Okay. that'll that'll take care of the outside property. Okay, you know, in Santeria, you can't get um, ammonia anywhere near an orisha, it's so powerful that even the essence of the orishas will leave because they don't want to, you know, mess with that stuff. So, you know, ammonia will get rid of stuff, it'll get rid
1: of stuff. Right, but, so if, you you're, know, if you're moving into a new house, spray down with ammonia just to be on the safe side. Say this again? If you're moving into a new property and just, what you know, spray it down a little bit just in case with ammonia, just in case. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes we know who's leaving, but sometimes you move into places that have been vacant. You you have no idea who lived there or what happened.
2: Exactly. That's when you, uh, you know, people move into a house and do a whole cleansing. Okay. They ought to cleanse the house. They ought to bless the house with the holy water. And, you know, Marlene, there's another thing, too, okay? There's lingering energy. Okay. Aside from spaces, there's lingering energy. So let's just say, and again, I'm going to daydream here, and Andy <laughs> Jesse and I lived in this house, okay. okay? And all I did was fight, fight, fight with him because this person looked at him you looked at him everybody looked at him and i know he's cheating on me and i'm fighting with him constantly 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 and then we move out right all that negative energy lingers it sticks to these are particles these are particles that stick okay you got to get rid of all of them
1: so in other words let's say another family moves in or another couple And maybe before they got there, they were perfect, fine, no problems. Then they move in and then they start. Because I've heard of this, that all of a sudden it's like, man, all we do is fight about stupid stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard of that. Exactly.
2: And, you know, it it goes to, and it's normal for any of us. If we, you know, walk into a house and, you know, someone invites us over. And we don't know them well, and we come and we get this really bad feeling, Mm -hmm. you know? Trust that feeling because, you know, there's something going on within the family.
1: You know what I mean? Right, right. No. And and I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of times people don't listen to their intuition or their gut because they think, oh, I'm just, oh, man, I'm just imagining this. It's like.
2: Exactly. And that's what I tell people don't let your brain dismiss your psychic feelings. And we as humans, make that mistake all the time and that's where we get screwed
1: yeah 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 because we don't we don't want to be foolish we don't want to seem foolish even to ourselves because we kind of like man that's stupid you know there's nothing here in other words we just go by our five senses and we're like yeah why why okay so i'm just so i feel uncomfortable or i I don't like that person you know that happened you know like i want to run in the other direction from this person
2: Um, yeah but then there's follow-up follow up with with, yeah but yeah but then we try to rationalize it
1: yes 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 it does it it, it's that that's what i'm talking about the people they want they don't even want to be foolish to themselves not that anybody would know but they they kind of like have this dialogue within themselves as to why they're acting stupid you know instead of just like you said forget it i'm just not going to dissect this and i'm just going to walk away because something here is going on that just is making me very uncomfortable. Right. And, and
2: that's when you need to split. You know, that's when you need to split. And you know how many times have women made that mistake? Oh. You know, <laughs> you need a really, really hot guy. You know, <laughs> Yeah. there's something wrong with them. You know, you get that. And the feeling is, and I can describe the feeling, mm-hmm. the feeling is, whoa. Okay. Yeah. And you just dismiss it because he's so handsome and he's so charming and he's so hot and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah.
1: Yes. Later
2: on, he turns out to be an abuser. Yes. How many thousands, if not millions of times have that happened? Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Let me ask you what does, and I imagine, do you have people that at some point think that they have a, some type of love spell i guess if you want to call it that put on them where they stay with somebody but they really don't want to be with them and they can't seem to move on and at some point do they ever suspect that
2: yeah some... i get that i get that and that's that's a common one and again that's easy to get rid of you know those those type of spells are easy to get rid of you know you drink some stuff, you you cleanse yourself, and you protect yourself. And, and those are easy spells.
1: Right. And it's almost like, I want to say, you know.
2: That happened to me once. Okay. I belong to one Ile. And I got very mad at my Lao because Lao's are held to a higher standard. Okay. okay? Babalows are held to a standard that they don't cheat on their wives. They're almost like popes or bishops or cardinals right. in, in that religion okay. okay. so I got really mad because he cheated on his wife and I, I was disenchanted mm-hmm. okay I was very disenchanted and so it broke up the LA. you know she left him and some people were on her side and some people were on his side okay. you know what I mean and anyway to make a long story short I left. I was gone. Bye-bye. Okay. And all of a sudden, you know, I had this urge to come back. I'm fighting this urge. I'm fighting this urge. I'm fighting this urge. Okay. okay. It's going on because, number one, I was his interpreter. Number two, I was his detector B. I did everything for him. Okay. okay. He. This guy needed me. Oh. So, and, okay. Anyway, my mother was alive at that time. And anyway few months later, out of a clear blue sky, I woke up and I said, Mom, I think I'm in love with the babalow. Oh. And she said, ay, coño, hija mía. You know? <laughs> wake yeah. up and smell the coffee, you know? Boom, 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 I got rid of it once I realized what was going on. Well, I didn't realize. She had to point it out to me, right? Right. And I was never bothered again. So, so then he happened put love spells on you for
1: different agendas, just right.
2: Right.
1: That. Right, because he put a love spell on you because it wasn't it was a love spell, but it really what he wanted was your help. He wanted you to come back to keep on being exactly. helping him out. Yeah. Exactly. I, I I well, you know what? And you never obviously you never went back. So did he did you ever I, I think he must have been wondering what happened. <laughs> it didn't work.
2: No, I mean that that was a long story. In fact, I've got a little bit about it on my website. Okay. You know, he he fell apart. I mean, he he just he fell apart. My my um, madrina was doing stuff to him also. So. Okay,
1: okay. He was really screwed. <laughs> okay, so in other words, he, he, yeah. And what happened? She was mad at him because of the same reason or because they had their own uh, um, s- own separate problems?
2: No, uh, she got mad at him because he was screwing her out of money. And she uh, oh. was, you know, working, you know, trying to get her 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 uh, family out of Cuba. Right. And you now he started getting greedy and greedy and greedier and greedier and he wouldn't pay her, wouldn't pay her, wouldn't pay her. And... You know, our family was stuck in Cuba, and she had enough, and she did a minute. It's not my word. It's a funny story, but, you know, there's a moral of the story, too, that, you know, her attitude was she was bound and determined to curse him. She was bound and determined, bound and determined no matter what. Okay, right. And she finally prevailed. You know, I I didn't think it was possible because he was a babalao and she was just a santera. Right. But she was justified. She oh. was justified and you know...
1: She Which is what you were talking about earlier as far as the justification for stuff to work. You need that justification.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He ended up losing everything. Wow. Because he screwed her.
1: And, you know, so... It's, interesting
2: stuff, interesting no, stuff. No, well, you know what? It's,
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, like you were saying, even though you hold these people to higher standards, at the end of the day, they're human beings. And, you know, I, I think everybody's subject to... Making bad, you know, the same thing as anybody else. You know, being greedy, uh, you know, getting you know too full of themselves. I think that happens to everybody, regardless, and they they forget certain certain things yeah. about the right way to do things.
2: Yeah, uh, I hope it doesn't happen to everybody, but unfortunately, you're right; it happens to too many people, and it's yeah, no, it is. You know, God gives you a gift. And you take advantage of it, and that, to me, is is just repulsive.
1: Let me ask something, Aida. How, because I know that, here in South Florida, like, you know, people have asked me, they have botanicas and strip shopping centers. It's more obvious, you know what I'm saying, as far yeah. as anybody that, that, you know, is either a practitioner or believes it, you know, it's, like I said, you can go to any strip shopping center, and you're going to find a botanica but wow. um as far as conjure and hoodoo work or anything are there people that sometimes they you would never think that they would come to you like or somebody like you for either a curse or love spell or anything do you find that that's prevalent where you might have the most for lack of a better word a professional looking person that you would never think would do anything like that actually do Oh, absolutely.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of funny, too. It's like a lot of my clients are doctors. And this is a funny one is I got a big, big clientele base of psychologists. Okay. I have attorneys. Okay. And, you know, it's so funny because I never liked attorneys. And now... I see a different side in a few of them to become my best friends. Wow. You know, I adore them. So they come from all walks of life. You know, and yes, I've had other spellcasters come to me for help. I've had other readers come to me for help. Sure. You know, it's
1: just. I can imagine if something's happening to you, you kind of lose that objectivity when it's about you. You see what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah. yeah, true. Well, you know, like for instance, I can't read I can't do a reading on myself.
2: I couldn't do a reading on myself if if I put a gun to my head. Okay, right. if somebody put a gun to my head. I can't do it. I can certainly do spells for myself. Mhm. But I can't read for myself, you know, because you know, I I I argue. <laughs> I don't yeah, listen. Yeah, right, argue. right,
1: yeah. So, it's kind of useless. <laughs> and and let me let's say for for example, attorneys. I mean, I'm thinking of them as, you know, I usually imagine, even though it could be for love, for professional reasons, uh, do they come to you? Let's say an attorney made, what, a difficult case, something that they're like, man. No, I usually don't.
2: For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. You can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, backed by 24 7 customer support and specialists to help with hard to find products. Because you've got everyone's back, we've got yours. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
0: Own the road with T Mobile, the leader in 5G. Whether you're cruising through Nashville on I 40, heading down I 90 to Boston, or touring Santa Cruz on the five, you'll be covered by the largest 5G network. T-Mobile covers the most interstate highway miles in America with 5G. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Most reliable according to independent third-party umlaut from crowdsourced user experience. Data from January to July 2021. Fastest according to OpenSignal awards based on average speeds in USA. 5G user experience report July 2021.
2: Get them for cases. No, I
1: usually get personal. For a person,
2: you know, um, I do get clients that come to me for court cases, Mm -hmm. you know, and some of the times I have to giggle because I really doubt that there's a judge on this planet that doesn't know that he's got a spell on him. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? And I know lawyers know, too. Okay? Maybe not as, as often as judges know, but, you know, they know. Okay? So... Look at this! Look at look at all these politicians. You know, um, people put all these vast, you know, all these different spells on right. Hillary Clinton. Put all these spells on Donald Trump and all right. that. Yeah. It's like, come on, you know, if they weren't protected, they would have dropped dead a long time ago. Yeah,
1: I tell. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I, I tell. Who was it the other day? I was having a conversation with us about, about Fidel Castro. I'm going to go the Cuban route. <laughs> okay. Oh my that... <laughs> God! Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, let's face it. And I mean, your your mother was Cuban, and you know the Cuban well, the Cuban exiles. If anybody had you know had it out for them, like like man, I wish this guy would drop dead. <laughs> it was him. And he... well, look at what the, well, look what he did. He was
2: bathing every single day in a bathtub full of
1: chicken blood. Oh my God. Um,
2: and, you know, I don't know if this is true, but I believe that He was a Lao. I have okay?
1: heard of that. I have heard that. I'm not... And
2: not only that, he had a whole entourage of babalows protecting him. Do yeah. you remember when he was really, really sick?
1: Yes. All these
2: Laos in Cuba got together to help him, okay? And they
1: prevailed. Right. They had some type of stomach problems or something like well,
2: that. Well, there were Baba in Miami trying to hurt him, Okay. That guy was highly
1: protected.
2: Yeah. Nothing. Look at all the assassination attempts on. Right, right.
1: No, I, I mean, if if anybody would, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna say back in the 1960s, whatever. If anybody would have said back then, hey, this guy is gonna die of old age, you know, of infirmity, <laughs> you know, old age, in his bed. <laughs> nobody would have said, no way, no way. You know, and look, at what did look what happened yeah i, I mean nobody it, that's what i'm saying i mean if, if there's anybody that that you think of as protection i mean it wasn't because he was a good guy because god knows he did a lot of horrible things some of them known others unknown oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and he's yeah. still there he there you know where he went you know despite like you said a lot of people and governments because at some point you know everybody everybody was thinking you know at some point somebody's gonna do away with him like assassinate him and that didn't happen either so um you know and it i can say happened. you know no matter how you how can i say it you, no matter how lucky your your intelligence network or your bodyguards could be the best but still i think he had that extra edge that uh that like you said a lot of political oh, figures yeah. that yeah. they they kind of like definitely and they, they, they yeah, just no, never the publicize it though Exactly, exactly, exactly. So Aida, how, let me ask you for some of the, for, for people, how would anybody, are there any signs exactly. when somebody, that that you could say, you know what, if you're having this happen to you, there's a chance. Because I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you're having difficulties with somebody and you're already aware of it, that you're having a problem, you are you might suspect it. But are there times that people get cursed or something is done to them unsuspectingly that they really don't understand or know, don't know about it? Are there any signs that you could say, you know, if this is happening, then you need to explore the possibility?
2: Oh, there's a lot of a lot of signs. And, you know, I hate. You to go through them because if you have one sign it doesn't mean you're cursed. Right. Okay. Yeah, you, you gotta have, you know, you know, a bunch of different signs. So, you know, you got ill feelings, you got nightmares. Um people are turned off to you. People start behaving negatively towards you. Um right. you'll start seeing insects, big in you know, um bichos, como se dice inglés. Bichos, Yeah, on yeah, in yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. You'll start seeing those big insects you know, that don't fall into where you live, okay? Okay. Um, You'll start seeing a bunch of insects that are, you know, endemic to your area, but they'll attack you, okay? Okay. Um, You can start hearing voices. You'll have runs of bad luck. Yeah, (laughs) you'll know. There's a bunch of different things, a bunch of different things. (laughs) Right, That you say that also when all these things happen all at once, like... Yes, yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, like there's something like. almost
2: like, like a, a building, you know, like going, you know, building block effect. You know, first this happens, then that happens. Why does everybody suddenly hate me? Why right. is everybody suddenly avoiding me? Why yeah. am I having sleepless nights?
1: Right, like, yes. But
2: again, if you're one of these things, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're cursed. It gets progressively worse, progressively worse, progressively worse.
1: Right, right. In other words, because I think everybody, like you said, in and of themselves, sometimes those things by themselves doesn't really mean anything. It's when you start grouping them together and they start happening more and more often, and then right. it just starts to ratchet up. That you're like, right. Oh. I imagine that for somebody that doesn't understand this, it must be, like, they must be pulling their hair out, thinking, what's going on?
2: Oh yeah, there's something really wrong with me. I don't know what it is. Is you know how many people go to
1: psychologists thinking yeah. there's something wrong with them when they ask the curse on them you know what I mean so yeah. right and then therapy doesn't work <laughs> now let me ask you something yeah. if if let's say let's let's go down the road somebody's gotten cursed they don't understand and they go to their clergy whether regard whatever denomination you are you know Jewish Catholic uh, Christian and whatever is and this you know they they tell their whatever their pastor let's say uh, this is happening to me and upset the, the, the maybe the person will bless them will that work or is that forget it they're, they're going to need to come to somebody like you to really get it off of them
2: you know that that's a hard question because it would just depend on the knowledge of that clergy
1: right well really, i guess my guess, okay, my guess you know, I mean, what if this person doesn't really understand it either you know what if they're thinking okay you know what i'm going to bless this person Because they seem to, they seem to think that they're just going through a streak of bad luck and and I'm just going to give a blessing. Like, uh, you know, when people, uh, just because an authority figure does that for them, it's like, uh, like almost like, um, like they, they don't, they don't understand it or they don't believe it themselves, for example, and they're just doing it. Almost like you know when when they give people the sugar pill versus the real medicine, it's just the belief in that they're getting the real medicine. Will it work, or is that person going to feel like okay, this didn't work?
2: I can't speak for priest or rabbi. I cannot because I've never had a situation like that. Okay, Okay. I've had situations where they've gone to spiritual leaders Mm -hmm. and it didn't. You know. They'll go to Babalao for Olympia for cleansing, and it didn't work. Then they come to me. You know what I mean? Um, I've never had someone say to me, I've been to my priest or I've been to my rabbi. But, you know, I just recently interviewed a rabbi. Okay. And he wrote the book. um, It's not a book. It's actually an encyclopedia. And Uh it's the Encyclopedia of Mysticism, Magic, and uh, Myths or something like that. And wow, boy, is that guy knowledgeable. So okay. I imagine somebody went to this rabbi. I'm not Jewish, okay? But mm-hmm. his knowledge was that, okay? He's telling me how to how to make um, little things to put under my porch to, to repel negative spirits. I mean, there's a rabbi telling me this, right? Yeah,
1: and you're like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, yeah Jewish wow. mysticism, right? Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah, so I don't know if he speaks for all rabbis are just his knowledge so i right. don't know you know what i mean but honestly i can't answer that question because it's
1: never happened and you know and the reason why i asked that aida is because i i think it's in modern times in modern times a lot of religious leaders or priests or whatever they even though they deal in spirituality they kind of don't believe in the spirituality part as in things like this affecting a person you see what i'm saying well, Right, or they think it's sinful. Yeah, it's sinful. Or in other words, to them, their role and what they do is maybe uh, counseling for the family, prayers, you know, uh, you know they're going through some type right. of crisis. But that other spiritual stuff, and some of them, frankly, I think are also a little bit scared. It's like, no, that's, you know, that, that doesn't really exist. You know, they in other words... They don't want to have much to do with it, and they don't believe it, or they just think that that's that's superstition. You know, that's uh, mm-hmm. because yeah. I think a lot of them are deep down inside. I think they're scared of it, so they just you know that stick my head head in the sand. I'll pretend that it doesn't exist in that way. It doesn't.
2: Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just I just don't know. I don't know what's going through their head. So yeah. I really
1: that a lot of I, uh,
2: I, f- I find I that sometimes if a priest doesn't assign these people prayers and stuff i mean the the power of prayers incredible now i'll tell you like for example you ever want to get protected mm-hmm. you know and and this is the thing i want to tell everybody when you pray pray out loud okay your okay. silent praying stuff nobody's going to hear you okay so pray out loud psalm 91
1: okay
2: is longest protection prayer that there is. Psalm 91. I pray that every single day when I wake up. Okay. You know, i tell you how powerful that prayer is. I live in a pretty good neighborhood.
0: Okay. You know, it's a
2: very good neighborhood. I live next door to a policeman. The policeman lives in a two-story home, and he has one door. I live in a one-story home. Mm-hmm. All my windows are first floor. Okay. okay. Someone tried to break into his home but did not try to break into mine last week. Wow. Okay. I think that's the power of protection. On easy access. They never considered it.
1: Right. that you always think of these, the uh, of robbers being opportunists? And I, they didn't catch them, so I don't know. Yeah. Right, but well, but what I'm saying is that you always think of, like you said, what's the easiest place to break into? A one-story home or the two-story? So, yeah, yeah. I see where you're coming from. The one-story. I mean,
2: he has the cop next door only has two entrances. I have one, two, three, four, five, five different ways of getting in.
1: And, yeah, yes, I truly believe that. I truly believe that. You that. know what
2: I do? I throw whole, agua bendita,
1: mm-hmm. my
2: porch, and I pray Psalm 91.
1: There you go, folks. Psalm 91. So, Aida, I want you to also, you mentioned to me that you are, you, you're you going to have a book out now coming out for next year. Yeah. And what's, what's the title of that book?
2: The title of that book is going to be Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic, Banish Negative Energy and Ward Off Unpleasant People. Point. And that is probably coming out in March by Wiser Publications. Okay. We've already, the manu, they have the manuscript, we've signed the contract. Um, it tells you, this book tells you what brings in negativity, Okay. whether Perfect. it's negative energy, negative people, negative entities what brings them in it teaches you what brings them in it teaches
1: you how to get rid of them and it teaches you how to prevent them from coming back that's great let me tell you something that right there because i think that that sometimes people sometimes knowingly because they dabble and they shouldn't but i say sometimes things people unknowingly stumble into stuff right and then it's like oh crap you know like (laughs) what do i do now You know, or like you said, or stuff starts happening and they're like, man, what is going on?
2: Right. Yeah, it'll teach you to get rid of curses and everything. And, you know, I start out the book. You know, Marlene, if you and I were driving down the street, Mm -hmm. okay, you're going one way and I'm going the other way. Right. Okay. And one of us does something, most likely me, because I'm the slowest driver on the planet, (laughs) right? And we start swearing at each other and... You know, then we roll down the windows, and we have all these cross words with each other, and we're angry, and you can just see all that stuff. And then we come home, and that stuff is fingering on us, you know? So we get, you know, this book tells you the simple things such as that, how to get rid of that. It works its way progressively up to the most awful things. Right. Okay. So I'm very proud of this book, and... And I think it's going to help a lot of people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very much into people being, how can I tell you, owning, you know, owning, their, being responsible for their actions. But the flip side of that is that, like you said, that, which, by the way, I think that was great when you said, I give them a task of things to do, okay? In other words, it's you're the one that has control of this. You can resolve it. In other words, that that approach I think is very effective, because sometimes okay. I think people want to ha- sometimes not not everybody. I'm not going to say everybody, but sometimes people want to hand the stuff off to somebody else. Like, do it for me, and just tell me when it's over, okay? And it's like no,
2: oh, yeah, yeah,
1: boy, that's uh, you're preaching to the choir now. Yeah, it's like yeah, the, this is you're going to have to work this. You're going to have to work this, uh, especially okay. if it's your problem and it's a big headache and uh, for the DIY crowd out there, this is the type of book that that I think is is essential. So let me uh, also. I'm going to include a link to your website on the credits of the show. But just in case for the podcast listeners, what is your website address? Missaida.com. Okay.
2: And aida.com. Uh, M I S S A I D A a facebook page it's miss aida psychic okay come say hello to me (laughs) all right so let me ask
1: you something i imagine both on social media and on your website you'll put uh as far as information when the book is released and all things like that right absolutely absolutely you
2: know and the way the way some of my friends have told me it's like now the queen of cursing and crossing is going to teach you how to get rid of it <laughs> yeah well let me
1: tell you something can you think of a better teacher i couldn't it's like you probably heard and seen it all so it's like yeah it's like i i, I know that one and i know that one too and that that yeah <laughs> so okay th- aida thank you so much darling i want to like and we spoke about when the book comes out i want you to come back so we can talk more at length about what's in that book okay um you know to give it your own perspective and um, it's you know like i said about like like you mentioned your own cases and just for things that sometimes people don't want to go there but sometimes people understand what that's about but there's other people that sometimes have a hard time coming around to the idea that something like this can be done to them or what they can do themselves to maybe dispel something that's crept into their life right right Again, it's thank been a pleasure talking no, to likewise, you. Likewise, likewise. It has been fantastic and I wanna wish you the best of luck on this project. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Thank you. Isn't she a fantastic, guest? Let me tell you something. Um, unfortunately, uh I uh I messed up on the beginning of the of the interview and and I totally like I uh, skipped a a, a a part of the of the introduction. My recording didn't record uh, but but I'll go ahead and you know you probably heard at the beginning I read it into as far as what her background is. but anyway, one of the things that she mentioned was um she her 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 mom was uh, was Cuban or is Cuban Well, I think her mom passed away I think she mentioned that her mom had passed away. So, she grew up uh, being surrounded in the, in other words, she was being, she, you know, she she saw spirits since she was a child, and she grew up, uh, contrary to some people that I've talked to, this, that they have this childhood experience where it was okay, and she grew up in this magical belief of santería and brujería, even though now she's, sounds like she's more into the hoodoo conjure tradition. And one of the things that she mentioned, which it didn't, you know, I wasn't, was that one of the things that um, that kind of like it sounded like maybe she didn't want to, that maybe why she's not doing it so, so often with the Santeria is that she says that there was excessive sacrificing of animals, which I've had a lot of people ask me about. And I mentioned in other shows that unfortunately here, um you go to a lot of four ways or cemeteries and you'll find you know remnants of of uh chickens and things put in bags that like i don't need to open the bag i know what's in there and stuff like that and you know stuff of spell work like that and e he, i've heard also of other sacrificial sites found out like a little bit further west wooded areas close to the everglades in other words areas where they won't get disturbed where stuff was done where which is more than just chicken so i think that's what she was referring to um you know as far as and i can understand why maybe you know most people are not comfortable with that even though you're brought up in that tradition and you know in other words you take the good and then that part is like hmm thanks but no thanks uh and i wasn't kidding here in south florida you know they it, different countries have their own version depending like in in haiti there was the voodoo and brazil's and uh, parts of southern united states there is the voodoo uh, in cuba it developed into what's called santeria and paleria you know that kind of thing um And I guess, and, and one of the things, it, it, it's that you, you know, for somebody that practices it from childhood and you basically develop your own style, which is what it sounds like she's done. And she, you could tell she's really, really knowledgeable about what goes on with this. Okay. And when <clears throat> I was talking about. Uh, you know, some people understand it and, and and she even mentioned it that sometimes people have something not going right and they immediately think that it's something along these lines and it's like, no, you know, but she even said it sometimes it's people's their their fears basically are their own worst enemies. It's not really that they were cursed. it's like their fears are what basically triggers all these events and things happening, and then they'll swear up and down that they were cursed when in reality and she also mentioned something really important that i've said in other shows which is that like attracts like that when you're putting out anger or fear or hate you know you're going to draw either situations people and in some type, sometimes spirits or entities that resonate with that frequency and by this i mean i don't mean getting angry come on the human condition is we get angry we can get upset i'm talking about people that continuously live in that state or in some cases obsess about it they're always angry about everything and it doesn't take much to get them there okay they're either simmering or hot okay or people that they hate everything and everybody it's not like uh i mean let's face it there's people that we dislike or you know hate or but these people are they hate everything it's not that like, I don't like it, or I dislike that, or that, bot, yeah, it's annoying. No, I hate it, and they hate everything. And they kind of like, again, that perpetual, that hamster wheel of that negative feeling, same thing with the fear. People, that everything, that to them, this is not a friendly universe. In other words, and God knows that I think that there's a big, what I call the industry of fear that they do to a lot of humanity nowadays, where they take us, they they make us afraid of everything. Everything, it's like, and we kind of like, always like, afraid of this, afraid of that, afraid to eat this, afraid, by this I mean, yes, there's certain things that it's good to have the knowledge because I think that knowledge is power, okay? Hmm. But I think sometimes some things are hyped up and I, I'm sure, you know, I'm going to go with the, um, with the fear that sometimes is said about certain foods that you eat. You know, too much fat, too little fat, high carbs, low carbs. You know, it'll cause cancer. It'll do this. And you see people going, oh, my God. And then, you know, 10 years down the road, they put out a new study. Oh, no, we found that those findings were really incorrect. And, you know, uh, that doesn't, it's the opposite effect. And then there's people that take this to heart like, oh, my God. And, and we, they do that to you know, a lot of humanity on a constant basis. And some people just don't know to say, wait a minute, or filter it and go, wait a minute. You know, there's something here that doesn't add up or okay, well, we'll wait and see. They, in other words, they don't understand how to absorb it in moderation. But some personalities sometimes have this thing that they're almost, I wanna say, addicted to fear Okay, they live in a constant fear about everything, everybody, circumstances, sometimes real, sometimes imagined. And if it's something that's real but they telescope on it and something's that's this big, they make it this big, so of course then it's and of course, you know, again, what happens is you're putting out like a a a a come on down sign again for situations to manifest for people in other words you you want to make it into being to justify that fear and people don't realize how often they do that again this is when somebody you do it through repetition you do it all the time continuously it's not because of course it's normal to be afraid and then you stop a minute and you think about it and you kind of like analyze it and then you determine: is this an appropriate fear? Is this like imminent danger right now? Or is this something like, okay, something to think about? Or maybe I should be careful about this situation, these circumstances, or what a bunch of crap. You know, some people never get there. They 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 live in a constant state of fear. All these things that she was talking about sometimes puts out uh, a pull towards them, like a magnet bringing those situations to them either on a physical or in a metaphysical level and I, I i did ask her that thing about uh people that you meet that you would never think in a million years that they would go to somebody and say i need help with my love life or i need help with my professional life or my business or i think i'm cursed or or uh you know like she said love you know reconciliation she, you know she mentioned that a lot of people come to her for relationships or to reconcile to to you know make things right uh or she's even said she mentioned it. you know people men who all of a sudden they're they're having problems with impotence okay and it turns out that you know they they're impotent with any everybody except that one person and you know sometimes it turns out that they did have some type of curse put on them or or i don't know exactly what the terminology is so that basically to the woman that they were with did that to them you know like i want to keep you faithful one way or the other and one way to make you make sure you're faithful is to make you impotent unless you're with me and um like i mentioned there's a lot of people that do this that believe in this uh the the least likely person the most professional ultra modern no i don't believe in that kind of stuff do believe in it and uh again the, and she mentioned it you know the, there's also the power of prayer and by this i mean you know a lot of times people think that once let's say it was something that was done to you whether you want to justify even though she you know she mentioned that if something is done that's unjustified basically it's not going to work um you, you know if you get help or you have intervention from somebody Or you pray like she says psalm 91 in other words it doesn't it doesn't have to be like okay unless you go to somebody that's going to lift that curse off that's it you're screwed nothing's going to work for you you know you can go to a priest and you can get a blessing and you read that psalm and god knows maybe you need to work something out depending on what the circumstances are because i think it's can be very different as to what brought this about um the power of prayer is powerful across the board I guess is what I'm trying to point out okay powerful on a spiritual metaphysical level by this what I'm saying is it doesn't mean that it's this prayer that belongs to this religion or no I'm talking about the prayer period okay the power of prayer is very very powerful and uh, also when she mentioned about people praying out loud I think sometimes people Again, I'm going to fall into that kind of feel foolish, like, okay, I'll pray, but I'll pray in silence or, and you know, and it's like, again, that fear of being foolish, even to themselves. And uh, I think that's a big mistake, because I think that when you do that on a spiritual level, you're diminishing the power of that prayer. Because I'm not saying, you know, I understand there's certain places that it wouldn't be appropriate for you to belt out and start praying in public, like, full blast. I understand that part. But if that's not the case, once you start saying, I can't, I can't pray out loud because you're thinking to yourself, I'll, I'll be, that's, okay, you're diminishing the power, the belief in that prayer. Because you refuse to say it out loud. So, in in other words, somewhere in you. In your psychology, there is something that somehow doubts the power, the ability of that prayer to resolve what you're praying for. Okay? So then I think you have to revisit it. Or that people, again, um, and I, I personally believe in this, that sometimes we, when we pray for certain outcomes or certain things, you know some things are very very uh we want a certain result a certain outcome whatever the case might be whatever the problem or petition or whatever it is that you're mm -mm. and I think that sometimes we kind of leave out a space for another alternative and by this I mean sometimes we have a prayer thinking as a solution where if it's a health uh love work for somebody with you know we kind of think this is this is this is the outcome, the result this is what's going to solve the problem or bring about what I want And we kind of don't leave space for and something better. okay And the reason why I say this is that sometimes we because our belief systems of circumstances, we only have this perspective and we ignore that there's something possibly a better outcome than what we're asking for. Okay, Or we get stuck too much on the how, how, how is this going to happen? You know, it has to be this way, they have for this. And sometimes, you know what, sometimes things get resolved from the unlikeliest sources and the unlikeliest of ways that if you would have thought of it, you would have said, either I didn't know about it or I thought that would have been impossible. And we kind of limit ourselves. So sometimes even though I'm not saying, you can say I want this to happen, You also always have to leave a space uh for the part that we don't understand or we that don't we don't know about that we can't conceive about okay and allow that to manifest and come through our prayers uh because again we are just we are more than just what we see here the spiritual world is enmeshed in our world there should be strict boundaries but when it comes to things of this nature, we are p- very powerful beings, okay? Sometimes with very good results and sometimes with terrible results because we just don't understand the power that we wield, okay? And a lot of times I think we're, that belief is taken away from us intentionally. <laughs> um, so again, guys, you know, it's, it's something to think about. And like I said, I, I spoke to Miss Aida. Hopefully I'm going to bring her back when her book comes out. Because I think that's a really interesting, it's a, it's a DIY, it's a DIY guide. Okay. Uh, about what happens uh, sometimes in real life, like I t- what, what we were talking about, real life, real life circumstances, you know, not something exotic that you see on the movies in Hollywood land, you know you know you go to the ancient ruins and you got cursed no we're talking here everyday life stuff that happens to people on and off through their lives and sometimes that was very interesting when she says all these little signs you know insects beetles i know what beetles she means usually weird insects you know things like that stuff all of a sudden you, you become the uh you know the person nobody can stand to be around and you're like man what happened do i stink what's up stuff like that So again, guys, I hope you like the show. Thanks for sharing this time with me. I think you're all wonderful. Don't forget to visit MiamiGhostChronicles.com for information on the newest shows. If you want to submit a story, if you want links to either the videos or the podcast versions of the show. And again, if you have any stories or any questions or any suggestions, you can send them to Marlene at MiamiGhostChronicles.com. But bottom line, guys, thank you very much. Take care. You're all wonderful. Annie had an earache. On a Saturday of all days. So her mom brought her to Minute Clinic at CVS, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials like pain relief products all in one visit. Even on evenings and weekends, you can even see us online with telehealth options. For quality, affordable care on your schedule, visit Minute Clinic at CVS. That's healthier, made easier. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details.